Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hi, I have a mimosa, so <laughs> Elaine is going to get drunk. I also have a mimosa, It's Carly. but I probably won't get drunk. I have a tasty explosion. I don't know what it is. My mimosa is probably the same size as like three mimosas. Yeah, she did jumbo size it. I'm telling you, I got Sprite. So. All right, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. I already said I was Elaine, so I thought you would go oh. around and say your I'm name. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Special guest. It's DJ. Hi. The infamous DJ. The, mu- the much often referenced, as he will someday get around to this. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say how much I truly enjoy Harley Davidson and Marlboro? <laughs> Lies, no one enjoys that movie. 300 people would disagree with you. Well, each of us picks a specific movie genre, mine's horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. And I have sports. <laughs> I have sports. Which is a genre? You could do. You could probably do at least a year's worth of episodes. Oh, oh we're not breaking a yeah. sweat. And those yeah. are still I mean, being underappreciated. I've got four or five I could pull right now. So. Yeah. And that's just Major League. <laughs> Major League Two. Major League Back to the Minor. No, we don't talk about that one. That's like the third Turtles movie. It doesn't exist. Um, Turtles in Time. That was better. <laughs> it was a video game. Sorry. Well, we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give us a second chance. This week, on the podcast, it's DJ's pick. Necessary <laughs> right. <laughs> what year did it come out? 1991. Wow. Let's see. How old were you in 1991? Uh, well, I was not as young as Carly. Seven. Um, <laughs> I was 11. 11. I did the math. I was like, I was oh, Scott Bakula was 34 and I was 11? He was 37, actually. Yeah, he was, well, he's supposed and to be 34 in the movie. He was 37. Yeah, she's over here. <sighs> I said, I went, I went. So when Kathy Arley came on, I went, <laughs> we, were, we were in Target and we were talking about Scott Bakula again and I said he's only four years older than my dad <laughs> he's no David Duchovny oh why doesn't he love me <laughs> anyway <laughs> director for I was 16 I was like was I 15 or something <laughs> I had to think about it yeah no, I had to do it. You were he half a, a Scott Bakula. calculator. He had to carry the two. <laughs> Tony's half a Bakula. Half, half a Bakula. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think Bakula is 90. <laughs> no. Did you have to see? So 16. How old is he? He is 66. Yeah. Because he's four years younger than my dad, and my dad will be 70 this 66. year. So he'll, he's either 65 or 66. I don't know when his birthday is. Sorry, Mr. Bakula. Mr. Bakula. Well, it does star Mr. Scott Bakula. Welcome back to the podcast. From A Life is a House. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a long time coming. That was my first episode ever. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't your best. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but that movie. That episode bananas. was a good one. <laughs> it's a good movie. The director is a uh, Stan Dragati. What else mm-hmm. did he do? The only thing that I know of any worth is uh, Mr. Mom, Michael oh. Keaton. Oh, that movie was movie. awesome. So... They they made a uh, TV show. Yeah, that was dog trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right. We uh, we talked about Scott Bakula. And we also have uh, Hector Elizondo. 
Mm-hmm. It was so in the, Pretty Woman, Runaway Bride, yeah, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 3. He's the boss in Last Man Standing. I was like, who is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's in everything. Oh, man. The what? director directed She's Out of Control. Oh, with Tony Danza. <laughs> yeah. You got Robert Loggia. Loggia. I don't know how you say that. Maybe, well, we had a death check. Oh, I forgot. It's lo- actually, it's actually pronounced Loja. Loja, okay. And, and he's dead. Loja. Well, he was in Big. And he was. The, Independence Day. He was. And he was in Scarface. He was. Mm. Yeah, he was in a vampire movie, too. I can't remember what it was called. He was also in The Sopranos. <laughs> he had done a lot of work. Yeah. We have uh, Harley Jane. The Sicilian Jean, vampire? Harley Jane Kozak. She was in Parenthood and uh, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. She's uh, the one that um, left him for Ira. She was the wife, Helen. Oh, you start singing Sir with a fringe on top in front of Ira. Mm-hmm. Who's Ira? We have uh, Larry Miller. Um, he has so many um, credits on TV. All we know is he's a dick in pretty much everything <laughs> also, that he does. Generally, a teacher or a dean. He, he was, was the dad in uh, Ten, Ten Things, Things I, I Hate About, about You, you. Yep. where he was a doctor. Because Tony was like, "Was he? In She's all that." I was like, "No, he's in Ten Things I Hate About You." <laughs> <laughs> And uh, bringing out the rest of the cast here, we have uh, Sinbad. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> we had another welcome back to the podcast. Oh, yeah? Uh, Rob Schneider? Rob Schneider. Oh. <laughs> I was Sinbad, was in movie. Uh, <laughs> Sinbad was in the movie where he was a genie. I'm actually surprised we haven't done any Jason Bateman movies. <laughs> yeah, Tony had me look. He was Team like, Bateman's not a welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Hancock? Uh, slight welcome back to the podcast. The music was done by Bill Conti, who also did the music Rocky. from Rocky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. Wow, he went downhill. <laughs> well, he also did the Karate Kid Part 2 and a whole bunch of other stuff. Probably. Like, I was looking at his IMDb and, like, when does this guy take a break? <laughs> he probably doesn't. Well, it may not take that long to do the music. I don't know. He watches the movies like, all right, I'm going to do this song, this song, and this song. He may be one of those guys. Yeah, he's not like John Williams with an orchestra or anything. Yeah. <laughs> the budget for this movie was $13,500,000. Wow. It, it grossed... Twenty-six million two hundred fifty-five five hundred ninety-four thousand. Um, so did not I would say didn't make his money back because you got to pay the theater. What I want to know is is where was the budget? <laughs> Kathy Ireland. Uh, she no. was huge at the time. <laughs> so she had huge things in front of her. Rotten Tomatoes has a forty-six percent audience yeah. score. What? We uh, have another welcome back to the podcast because Dwayne Davis, the guy that pay, plays Featherstone, was in SWAT. <laughs> he, was, he was also in Under Siege. Beetle, I know. I love Beetle Under Juice. Siege. Hmm? He was in Beetlejuice. Uh, Beetlejuice? Was he? he was the football player. We're not going to say Oh, coach. I think he's about to have that I do that. Beetlejuice. DJ. <laughs> but I, I love Under Siege. That's my favorite I love cigar. Beetlejuice. Beetle <laughs> drink. <laughs> Beetle guy. has a 33% thermometer. Uh, it's a 6.2. That low. It does seem low. <laughs> on IMDb and a Metacritic score of 45. Forty-five. All right, so I have some reviews for you. I'm going to oh. read them. You want to try and figure out which one's what? Sure. We do that every time, and okay. I'm pretty good. I got to tell you. <laughs> this movie fucking sucked. That's the bad one. <laughs> uh, let's start with this one. We'll go with uh, Ross1223. No doubts about it. Come on, you got to love this movie. Sin bad? More like sin awesome. This movie will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It'll make you happy. It'll make you sad. Make and most importantly, cry? it'll make you hurl. <laughs> it'll make you rewind the tape so you can watch it again because it oh, rocks so hard. I mean, it was 1991. <laughs> How long ago was that written? Because you have to rewind the tape. <laughs> the other review I have is from uh, G. Pizzullo. Um, mm-hmm. This movie was on the pay channels today, and I had nothing to do with it, so I, I nothing to do, so I had it on. 
This has to be the worst football movie ever made. Mm. This has to be one of the worst movies, period. The premium wow, service on the cable system. That guy system. never saw Jack Frost, too. <laughs> <laughs> or yes. Slither. DJ did, guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, Tony tricked him with that one. <laughs> the premium it was a service. Christmas present. <laughs> and it's the gift that I Keep wish I could giving. give back. It's like herpes. It sticks with you. <laughs> like luggage. Uh, the cable system has a rating system. They gave this two stars out of four. This movie even isn't worth half a star. Bad acting. Scott Bakula sinks as usual. Larry Miller. Ooh, Sinbad. Couldn't act if he tried. Rob Schneider's one-liners completely stunk. Fred Thompson should be embarrassed he was ever in this movie. I met him. The only saving grace for this movie was the hope that you would see Kathy Ireland nude in the shower. <laughs> close. A complete waste of time in film. If we could give a negative number, minus nine. Wow. wow. That guy's a douchebag. So that's the bad one. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you think going in Carly? I thought... She wrote it down? Uh, just like most <laughs> sports movies, I've never seen it because I don't care about sports. <laughs> but I'll try to keep an open mind. It might be good. <laughs> Tony? I hadn't seen this in a long time, so I was like, okay, cool. We'll watch this again. I was going to watch it again eventually. <laughs> I hadn't seen it in at least 15 years. <laughs> John? I thought much like Tony. Wow, I'll, I'm looking forward to seeing this. I haven't seen it since, I don't know... Clinton was in office. <laughs> <laughs> and Elaine? I was like, we were just talking about Scott Bakula. I'm so happy to watch a Scott Bakula movie. <laughs> to be fair, you're always just almost talking about Scott Bakula. That's not true. <laughs> not too? <laughs> not true. I talk way more about Costner than do. about Bakula. That's true. But sometimes you take a break. There's some <laughs> Bakula in there. We're still waiting for Elaine's Kevin Costner podcast. That has never happened. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Elaine's waiting for the Kevin Costner podcast. Oh, there's got to be one. <laughs> I'm sure there is, but I just don't listen to that many podcasts anymore. <laughs> uh, before we get started on the movie, it is Costner also, Carter. I have Costner. to let you know that it's loosely based on what happened to the SMU Mustangs football team in the 1980s. 1987, yeah. Mm -hmm. I read that in the trivia. Well, they did. So... <laughs> Basically, you talked about it like you had some knowledge. Like, I remember that. <laughs> you read the trivia. SMU paid players, and, uh, you know, they did all the bad things that you weren't supposed to do. They got caught and slapped on the wrist, and then they started doing it again, and then they got caught and slapped on the wrist. And then after they said, no, 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 we're going to stop doing it, they did it again. Damn. So they actually got what's called the death penalty, where they were not allowed to play football for a year. And they ended up having to take two years off because it was set up so bad. They didn't have a winning football uh, year till 2009. This happened in 88 and 89. Where they, they got their pee-pee yeah. smacked. Yeah. So. Chappy, chappy, your pee-pee. Honestly, is that where the for phrase that many infractions, one year doesn't so. seem like enough. Like. Well, they only got the year, but then they decided that they couldn't field a good enough team. And they said, okay, well, we'll take off 89 too. Or 88 too. So. Well, in 88, they were only allowed to play away games. But then they ended up canceling the whole season. And then in 89, I think their season was consisted completely of walk ons. Like they couldn't <laughs> recruit yep. for years. They went and played Notre Dame, and Notre Dame absolutely beat the shit out of them. <laughs> so. All right, so Okay. All right. That's good stuff. So we start on a ranch. In a ranch. With old Scott Bakula driving a tractor. And Elaine started singing, she thinks my tractor's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so he stops and he opens up a bag of footballs. And, starts uh, fumbling his balls. Got it. He's got a training dummy out there. And uh, man, he's just killing it. He's throwing these balls and bam, right in the numbers every time. Just enjoying himself. I want to talk about Bakula's hair. Do we have to? <laughs> because he had... 
it was looked like he hadn't combed it in six years, and it was just kind of everywhere. And you just don't see messiness in movies like that anymore. Well, this was the like everybody's 90s, always so well quaffed and so quaffed. and put together, and it just was like, man, he looked like he just rolled out of bed, which I guess and wore a hat and wore a hat. But, <laughs> but, but, even, all the time. but even now in movies, they don't do that. Like even if it's messy hair, it's like artfully messy, where you can tell they just yes. combed it and moved it a little bit. Like this looks like Scott Bakula got on set and they were like, yeah, put a hat on that. <laughs> I just appreciated. The authenticity of the look. <laughs> All right, now we've covered his hair. Let's talk about his ass. Time for ass chat. I mean, those jeans, right? Oh Tony, God, huh? Dude. <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking. <laughs> it's a little warm in here. Well, he's right. got assula. Oh. Baby's got bacula. <laughs> <laughs> Two quality puns in a row. Bravo. Elaine wins on that, gotta say. Mm-hmm. She can have it. <laughs> hey, look, CSPN. Chris Berman gives us a little exposition on the Texas State fighting armadillos. Oh, you're a big fan of armadillos, aren't you, Tony? Yeah, uh, big fan. <laughs> they carry tell- leprosy, you know. Do they? Yeah, they can give you their the, the plague because they carry lep- lepers. Oh, wow, got the, the curse of the lepers there. Mm-hmm. Should probably call Dr. Pepper on that. I read that in a book. <laughs> oh, so that makes it true. Carly read it in a book, too. I believe I did. I don't remember what book, though. <laughs> I still haven't Cletus finished. and Jen. I'm still uh, trying to finish oh, yeah. Love and Time of Cholera. I just can't, oh, can't, yeah. can't get past that cover. <laughs> Although you can cure leprosy now, I think. Yeah, but he's still going to give Jackson James leprosy. <laughs> so anyway, we learned about them uh, filing or winning their three national championships. Uh, and then they were caught paying players, fixing grades, steroids, you know, the fun stuff. The huge. Well, it's not the huge anymore. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, now they're getting ready to pay players for real. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. Chris sits down with old Ed Straight Arrow Gennaro, played by old Hector Elizondo. And he's a former coach known for running a clean program. That's why he's not a current is, coach. Is he related to Holly Gennaro? Uh, yes. They're um, second cousins, once removed. Okay. Yippee Ki Yay, motherfucker. I'll allow it. Uh, after the program, or after the uh, sports center, uh, he meets with president of Texas State, Carver Purcell, played by Fred Dalton Thompson. Who's a... Who's a senator. Yeah. Or was a senator. He was a senator. Mm-hmm. I met him when he was a senator. I was like, hey, you're in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're in all those movies. And he's like, I've been in a lot of movies. I was like, <laughs> okay. He's enjoyable every time he appears mm-hmm. as a man of importance. Yep. Well, because I wasn't expecting, like, this is Senator Thompson. I was like, oh, hey, that's the guy. <laughs> It was like those Allstate commercials. Yeah. It was when we weren't shooting a scene together. And he offers the job to uh, old Gennaro. For Straight Arrow. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's not convinced. So, of course, we're going to, you know, pan to a shot of the empty stadium. And Ed is coming out of one of the tunnels. And across the field is old buddy Wally Rigendorf, played by Robert... Say his last name. Loja. Loja, thank you. Oh, my God. Rigendorf is a name. <laughs> That's why he goes by Rig. Or well, Wally. Wouldn't. Or Wally. You could call me Walter. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Latrine. Used to be Shithouse, but they changed it. Oh, God. When's that movie coming? Never. Um, Is it underappreciated? I don't see why it would be. I don't know. It doesn't hold up. What movie? Robin Hood Men and Tines. None of us oh. would enjoy that if we watched it. We'd, have, we'd end up picking it apart. Which might be fun. Probably not. So anyway, he meets with Wally, and this is former coach's colleagues getting back together. 
Ed tells him that the defense is Wally's, but the offense, that's going to be his. And then we get a voiceover from the Texas State Fighting Armadillos sportscaster, Rob Schneider. He's great in this. He is great in this. This is like all the Schneider you need. I mean, it's not as good as you do. can do it. I could do it with a little less Schneider. I could do about 20 minutes less. How, how long is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's about an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. I think this is quality. I don't even know if he's actually in this movie or they just filmed his scenes. They filmed all of his scenes later. Because like, yeah. he doesn't interact with anybody. Look, they, a good, it's a good character, the sports announcer, that kind of... You can do it! But he doesn't do that. He should have. The only really Schneider things is when he's doing like, Fumbalaya, Fumbaruski, but it fits in so well. Fumbalina. Soup? What? Sorry At the end that. when he's spraying the Would you champagne stop the around, I was like... Eh, it wouldn't be a Rob Schneider movie if he See, didn't do that's, some stupid that's shit. That's the 20 seconds we didn't need. We didn't need that. That's why it was an hour and 41 minutes and Tony was over there twitching. <laughs> he tells us that the uh, team is going to be having open football tryouts to be held in the gym. And then we get to those tryouts. And why would you have football tryouts in the basketball gym? Because it's hot outside in Texas in the middle of summer. And that's just the gym. I'll allow it. But aren't they generally practicing outside in Texas? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? If you make the team next week, that's where you're practicing. Outside. There you go. <laughs> Just saying, you know, whatever. Would this qualify as a, that's amazing. No. <laughs> no, not quite yet. It's a gym. There'll be some. There'll it's be some. It's fun. I'm sure there's plenty of, I'm sure they do plenty inside and outside stuff. But I do like your that's amazing. Good job. <laughs> Stop so, trying to check off your bingo card. <laughs> Audra's almost had, had almost has bingo card number three made. She just needs a couple more things. Does she put on their strata chocolata? I don't know. I, I hope so. <laughs> I thought of one actually. No. One of us doesn't think we've seen a movie and then realizes <laughs> that we have. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought I saw it. And then I watched it and I was like, oh I've seen this. <laughs> it was bad then. <laughs> I wonder if I like it now. So we meet some of the players, and uh, first one we really meet is Sargi Wilkerson. Mm-hmm. Why is he always yelling? Because he just got out of the military, man. He didn't just get out of the military. Operation oh. Desert Storm. God, he's killing me. <laughs> we got Charlie Banks, who Ed loves because he's the only player from last year who wasn't purged from the team because he's got heart. Rode the bench the entire time. Hmm. And I guess he wasn't on the drugs or taking the bribes. <laughs> Clearly. And he got his own grades. <laughs> uh, we meet Popke, the quarterback, and I say that as a loose term. He's bad. <laughs> so after seeing his inability to throw, good old Coach Wally takes a drive. Now, Elaine, when he's yes. driving, there's a song on the radio. Do you know what that song is? Yeah, All My Exes Live in Texas. You didn't sing it. I was hoping you were going to sing it. <laughs> That's why I hang my head. Well, my- in Tennessee. There you go. <laughs> right. I don't want to sing. Oh, no. hey. we you had, just we had a mishap. You <laughs> just covered Tony's peepee in Sprite. Not the first time. I got a story. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I will spit out my drink because she said. Because I said Tony's peepee. At least you didn't say tallywhacker. Yeah. Tony's tally's oh, a little whacker. His suspect got yeah. wet. No, that's not how that works. In the criminal justice system. <laughs> See, if you listen to what was the last episode, the roughing up the suspect thing, you might have not heard that episode yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> it doesn't come up very often, but Elaine thinks roughing up the suspect is the funniest masturbation euphemism. It's up there with double clicking your mouse. Mm-mm. That's for girls, though. Roughing up the spot. Well, hey, everybody's got their favorite. It's like your opinion, man. 
And mine is always the best one. <laughs> Except when it's not. So we continue <laughs> out to the farm, and um, Coach Wally gets out of the car and immediately steps in the cow pie. It's a good day for him. How do you miss it? I mean, if you're going to a farm, you got to look out. I mean... <laughs> Watch out for landmines, If I right? go in my backyard, I look out. <laughs> but you wouldn't necessarily think that they drive the cows across the road. When you smell There's it. fences. So you would think that the fences would keep the cows Is it not cow from shit? coming to the road so that they can't escape the farm. It's You'd think shit. that would be fenced off. It's cow shit. It smells. So he's looking for Paul Blake. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, he finds him. And our man, Scott Bakula. Blake remembers him as the guy who recruited him at Penn State 16 years ago. How's the magic arm? He's 34 years old. <laughs> well rested. That's when we first saw him in the field. I was like, are we going to try to pretend that he's college age? <laughs> I hope we're not. <laughs> Which was funny because I hadn't remembered that part. Like, it's been so long since I saw it. I immediately went on IMDb and looked up and seen how old he was. We did too. Because I was like, please don't tell me you're going to try to pass this 37-year-old. Okay. Especially <laughs> after she's all that. <laughs> yeah, everybody's in 30 in it. Well, let, so question, who likes the better coach coming to get the quarterback scene better? This or the replacements? Okay. Can we not compare this to the replacements? That's the replacements is so fair. much better. Well, compared to Varsity Blues. But I will argue that quarterback showing up late for practice and just like, they're this equally good. No, they're equally good because... Um, in the replacements, he comes out and it's like just kind of magical. But here, when he comes in and then he puts the cigarette out in Dean's coffee, it's also equally magical. <laughs> well, oh, we'll get to that. Well, I mean, we will get to that. <laughs> What's up, Audra? <laughs> it is Audra. She's apparently listening to Fright Night right now. Oh, okay. And she just heard that your theme music was Man Eater and that is absolutely perfect. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Hi, Audra. Hi, Audra. Hey, Ken. What's up? So we're back on campus. <laughs> <laughs> and Ed gets to finally meet uh, Dean Elias. Be played first by six-hour uh, episode. <laughs> Larry Miller. And they agree that no one is that is failing is going to be eligible to play. But uh, Dean Elias makes it very clear that he does not care for football, fun, or anything cool. Violence. So he, this Even is a football though, school. I think he does like violence. Three national <laughs> titles. So this is a football school. They're right. pushing merch. Mm-hmm. And here comes a new dean wants to get rid of their, their merch seller. Yeah, that makes sense. He'll have a job a long time. Spoilers! <laughs> I never got that about this. I'm like, so you'd hire a guy who doesn't like football? This is a football school. It's like, hey, you know what? The new dean of Notre Dame hates football. Maybe he don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's varsity blues. Oh, sorry. And I don't want to see you in your whipped cream bikini. I still got wood. <laughs> Back at practice, we now learn about Edison, played by uh, Jason Bateman, and that his daddy has a lot of money, and daddy has put a lot of work and time into the campus. As in Edison Library. So he's going to get whatever he wants. And then look, it's our man Paul Blake. He uh, hands the paperwork to the dean and uh, puts a cigarette out in his coffee. Which I love. So then Wally tells him to show him that magic arm, and so he does by tattooing old banks into the ground. And the dean is so put back that he uh, drinks his coffee <laughs> with the cigarette in his mouth. And Elaine goes, oh, no! <laughs> and John looked at me like, what is your problem? And I'm like, I'm I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm quoting the movie. I haven't seen the movie in I don't know how long. I had a beeper last time I watched it. <laughs> I'm able to quote lines, and she doesn't remember the cigarette going in the coffee. No. 
So Blake checks into the dorm and he meets his center and roommate, uh, Lalakai Manu Manu. Manu. I'm just going to call him Manu from now on. Which yeah. means rent of the litter. It does. Mm-hmm. Which, Would it also mean seawater or something like that? I don't know, but Manu is not small. But that's what they say in the movie, but that doesn't mean that, that it means anything. <laughs> just because they say it in the script doesn't mean that that's what it actually yeah, means. Yeah, because there's no about. way to find out. Just, it's impossible. Oh, you know. I'm All right. S- so, I, if I knew a Samoan, maybe I'd ask them. So we're going to go back to practice, and we're going to meet some more of the players. Uh, we meet uh, Clifford Franklin. I- I'm sorry, I mean Featherstone. Um, <laughs> fast as hell, hands of stone. Uh, and then he proves it by not catching the ball ever. And then we meet Samurai Hansen, and he he just kind of Frank ducks his way through the, the line, just does whatever he wants, and I and I call them ducks they on just purpose. Yeah, let him. they're like, all right, you do you. No, 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 it's Dukes. Gotcha. <laughs> like, put up your Dukes, right? So here's the deal: we got the biggest it's Kumite like the ever. <laughs> we got fighters coming in from all, all over. I've been assigned by the IFAA to help you and other North American fighters find your way around. That's a direct quote. It is mm-hmm. a direct quote. Accent and everything. God, that's a great movie. Have we done that yet? Yes. Blood yes. Sport, we yeah, did. we did. Okay. You did Bloodsport. Damn it. There goes my next pick. Because I have to have a pick at the end of this movie, huh? <laughs> wow. For for Elaine's birthday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you already picked no it. <laughs> oh, you already oh, picked oh, it. Yeah. Unless it changes his mind. I, I, I want to do times. one thing. Huh? <laughs> it's not really my birthday, but... but isn't it. it fun to push the button? It is fun. But DJ had a COVID birthday. I did oh, have true. As did I. So, you know, now we can celebrate. <laughs> well, this year's not over yet. We almost still have COVID birthdays. <laughs> we do get a little bit of information about Blake and how he had to give up on college so he had to take over the family business when his father passed away. So, of course he has a tragic backstory. Why wouldn't he? I mean, yeah. We've got to check off all the blocks here. So, walking through the gym and takes a racquetball to the head and uh, he looks and sees Suzanne Carter, the doctor. Doc, the girl who gave Rick Moranis head during, in that movie and caused a crash. And had this happen? Show him, honey. <laughs> what movie is that from? Parenthood. Oh, I didn't remember that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she uh, asks him what department he's in. He tells her athletics. He's not lying. I mean, he's not, but he's also not telling the truth. I was like, you should have just told her. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he he was kind of hoping for a one-day rental, you know what I mean? No. He just saw <laughs> pretty no, he wasn't. Good. You know what? I don't think he needed to tell her. We'll he saw a pre- box. Yeah. He didn't want to be embarrassed in front of a pretty girl, but he, I know that at this point, just because she's pretty and he liked her and she liked him, I don't think he was expecting them to date. He just didn't want to admit that he was a, a 34 year old freshman. freshman. He probably should have when she's like, Yeah, I have to teach four classes in the morning. No, because there's no, like, how was he to know that this woman was his teacher? No, no, that's when we're going to get to the amazing part. I guess, I guess the from... The woman he meets is his teacher. That's amazing. Like, like this Tony was just the woman that he met. He, I know, but like Tony says, movie watchers, we saw her and we knew they were... So we say, you should have just told her because this is going to cause a complication in your relationship because you weren't upfront about it. Because we see her and we know... There's yeah. going to be something But in real life, but here. he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> in real life. The movie would be boring if he's like, oh, I'm a student. She was like, oh, have a nice day. And that was the end of it. And there was nothing. Well, in all sport movies have to have a obligatory romance. Right. I'm just and saying, it's always got to be the quarterback. I will argue that I would have rather tackle, tackle, had tackle, the tackle, romance tackle. between Kathy Ireland and Manu. <laughs> 
know what? I was I'm shipping. I'm shipping them. <laughs> to this day, I'm shipping them. I don't know what's cooler that you said. grabbed Elaine and said it, or that it took you a second. I like that it took you a second to think of shipping because I hate shipping. What is this? What is I like that it didn't roll off the tongue. Well, Elaine says it all the time. I'll I mean, ship I them. And I couldn't shipping. remember if it was shipping or like shifting. Or, I don't remember. No, it was shipping. And then, well, it came to me. Because you After want you them to me, be like, like, huh. and later it's an unboxing. in a relationship. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm relationing them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want them. Well, to be- I think she put him in the friend zone because she only kissed him on the cheek, and then he practically fainted. So it's fucked up. Yeah, that's true. I, when, she, I, when he finally I sees her naked, their romance, I read, seen Forrest Gump, it'll be a lot like that. I read that the actor got a signed copy of a picture from Kathy Ireland, and it was "You'll Always Be My Manu," basically. And when he got home, his wife found the picture and before he could explain it to her like yeah I just worked with this woman she like tore it up no <laughs> that sucks I'm I couldn't sure think Kathy, of a wife that would do that I'm sure Kathy Ireland would send him another one yeah yeah I would not call her <laughs> like, Kathy can I get another one yeah, I would not rip it up before confronting you with your picture of Kathy Ireland <laughs> and I'd be like I, mean, I, like, I would Ireland. never have She's assumed that Tony cheated on me with Kathy Ireland. <laughs> been like, also, High five. Like, also, I feel like I would have known that he was doing a movie with her. Like, <laughs> it would have come up. Now, see, John would not tell me that Kathy Ireland was in the movie <laughs> because we all know Elaine gets really jealous. Although I wouldn't assume that he had done a movie with Kathy Ireland because she's old now. You could have just been like, and yeah, the kid not in movies. Me. No idea. It's football. You know what? As a matter of fact, if I ever do a movie with any actress, it's going to be Kathy Ireland. You won't ever do a movie, so it's okay. How do you know? It won't be with Scar Joe, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no. So, uh, we'll be at the premiere. Why is she here? I don't know. She's in the movie, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> no. Lots of people show up at premieres that aren't in the movie. <laughs> so Wally and Ed are having a good discussion about who's going to play on what side, offense and defense, when our wonderful Dean comes in and he informs them that a good number of his players are now academically ineligible, which means they're going to have to play Iron Man football. Carly, what's Iron Man football? When everybody has to play offense and defense. Now you're supposed to say they go both ways. But I had a question about this. Like, presumably it's the fall semester. So right. is this because of grades last year? Or, like, how are they already well, ineligible? The team is just forming. <laughs> this has to be, it has to be June. Because he says, well, I'll just submit them to the academic review. And he says the review oh, yeah. meeting meets in July. That's so true. they're trying so out. They, they didn't do well in the spring semester? Yes. Yes. Okay. I was so like, they didn't. Why does that count for the fall? But I, So I why can't they take summer school? <laughs> and then get back on the. Like, like, I'm in summer school right now. That's amazing. <laughs> it seems kind of sketchy. And why couldn't they be benched until they. Why are they instantly off the team? Why yeah. couldn't they be benched until they got their grades back? up so if they do good in summer school then they can play it doesn't make any sense that's why i was like i don't understand how they're already ineligible to play it's because the dean is evil can can i just tell you i because everybody who hates football (laughs) everybody who hates football is evil apparently well you know it is the devil the foosball i don't know i have a note here that the uh paper is the texas state tattler that's a good name for a paper. So we now meet Mackenzie, um, who is our resident Australian rugby player. And he oh, tells hey. us about... Welcome back, back to the, the podcast. podcast. From my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. Ian, we're going to kill you. <laughs> that he plays Aussie rules football, and I don't wear pads. 
That's a terrible accent. I apologize we'll for see. that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So, um, oi, oi, oi. Sarge makes Thank him regret you. it. And now he's going to wear a pass. But he did hold on to the ball. Yeah, and they that were they were yeah. concerned about making him wearing pad wear pads. Might hurt, hurt his game. game. <laughs> Can't do it. Might fuck up his. There's game. There's some very strange character choices in this movie, and I know that it's a comedy, so they're going for caricatures because supposedly it's funny, but it's not funny, and <laughs> I don't understand these choices. I don't know, but it's kind of like a one man cold. <laughs> no. 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 Nobody's one man cold in this. No one's yeah, one man cold in this. Tony, you don't think so? You're the only one coming down with it. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony, Tony's like a one man cold. <laughs> so Blake makes his entrance into the classroom, and of course he gets mistaken as a teacher. But no, the teacher comes in, and oh my God, it's Suzanne. Who would have thought that that would have happened? Now that, my friend, is amazing. Journalism 101 is uh, not for a free ride for football players. And uh, tells them that they're going to have to work to uh, pass the class. And then Blake apologizes to Suzanne for misleading her. And still tries to ask her out. But I she would. seems Put very accepting. I understand you were embarrassed. Yes. Which, But then, I don't understand that they don't realize that it would be unethical for them today. Like, no, no. I've got problems with this. We'll like, isn't that like a rule? He's like, it's will you go out with movie. me? I'm right. sorry, I'm your teacher. Which, At least not this semester. <laughs> Talk to me in January. This is the whole thing. If she was, if she was a member of the faculty and he was a student, as long as he wasn't in any of her classes. Then at least it's justifiable. You could, you could. No, because when Ross was dating a student, he wasn't allowed. It was against policy. That's true, but. And then the love machine here, came in. Here, <laughs> she is his teacher. That is so wrong. And the whole time, and when the dean brings it up that this is unethical, she's like, "But out of my life." And it's like, no, <laughs> no, well, I'm he's your boss right. If you're dating a student, I'm he's right. fucking wrong. I'm right the whole should movie, be. but on that yeah. whole thing, he's a hundred percent right. <laughs> Well, speaking the of 90s were a weird with time. the dean, we uh, Suzanne meets with him, and God, he's just creepy. It's dirty. Just, yeah. he, which, puts, he said, "Call me Phil," which is also unethical. You can't date the people underneath you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Hey, oh! I gotta tell you though, we've been watching a lot of <laughs> Cheers on Netflix, <laughs> and uh, that's not a role If model. there's <laughs> one thing I've learned about TV and movies in the early '90s, is sexual harassment was just the way men interacted with women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that is because in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, that's just the way men interacted with women. Well, like, we'd be like, oh, God, this is gross. To use like, a, pull your boobs out. I mean, whoa, whoa. How about hello? Uh, to use a different sports analogy, he uh, puts on the full court press, but uh, she's not interested. No. I feel like oh boy, this Keep is one of those things that shows it's how... It's a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, then DJ will need to cut stuff off. <laughs> As what you do when I keep talking. That just shows how far we've come. Like, people think that, you know, that there is an equality in the workplace and that sort of stuff and that nothing's changed, but I think this kind of stuff shows that... Go back and watch Cheers, goddammit! <laughs> It's still maybe not where we want it to be, but maybe but shit has changed. <laughs> so we meet Sinbad as uh, he's a looks like a grad student teaching. His name is Andre Krim, and uh, Paul stays behind to try to get him to uh, use his last year of eligibility. And I was like, I've seen this scene before. <laughs> oh. 
That was the replacements. <laughs> <laughs> House guest flashbacks. And it's amazing. Everybody just gets what everybody else wants them to do in this movie. Come join the team. No, I don't want to. Okay, cool. Hey, come join the team. Nah, I don't know. Sure, why not? Whatever. And they That's how do. movies work. I know. We have the scene where they're like, I don't want to. And then the next thing we see is they're on the team. Yeah. Here he is. We so, need to party. Because he did want to. <laughs> Andre uh, shows his ability to hit the sled. And um, Andre does not eat raw meat because Andre is a vegetarian. Well, he told the guy before him, come on, get mean. You got to eat raw meat. And he's like, eat whatever you want, Andre. <laughs> All right, so we're on game day. It's the first game of the year against the Southwest Texas Bobcats. Holy shit, it's like I'm there. <laughs> All right. You'd rather not be. Yeah. I don't think they wanted to be there either. What if I was a Bobcat? It's probably hot. <laughs> so the game sucks. <laughs> we got our armadillos on offense. First down, and that's a sack. The second down, Ed tells him to run the same play. This time, he actually hands it off to the running back, but they lost two yards. Um, tells him to run the same play again. Blake changes the play in the huddle. Third down, he tosses a huge deep pass, and, of course, Featherstone drops the ball. So Ed benches Blake, and... You see that a lot too, because you know what? I've He's straight arrow, Gennaro. Hmm? I've thought about that too. Okay. Because he keeps every time they talk, he's like, "I don't want it to be my team. I want it to be your team." But you can't change a player. I'll bench you. <laughs> I like, want you to make friends with them. You got to figure out a way to relate to them. But I don't want you hanging out with them at the bar. And I'm like, "What the fuck do you want him to do?" <laughs> That's why he drinks so much. And I don't want your life. <laughs> It made me mad. Every time we talk to him, and I'm like, no, you're contradicting everything you're saying to him. It bothered me. Well, it took Wally to tell him later to figure it out. So. You know play that should have used was the annexation of Puerto Rico. That's, That's a, a great good one. Play. Great movie. We watched that not that long ago. Yeah, it was on Disney+. Plus. We were like, Little Giants, yes, we will. And that, you know what? That still holds up. So they punt. Except for Spike. Spike's a little weird. Spike is terrible. He really is. But they do punt, and uh, the defense comes in, and by defense I mean Samurai. Um, he comes in, and they blow the coverage so bad that they leave a man wide open, and there's a quick touchdown for good old Southwest Texas. Go Bobcats! And then we find out again that Popkey is still terrible. Um, I'm not going to go any further. Long story short, this is an ass-whooping. Uh, they, they lose 65 or nothing. But the Dean sure enjoys it. He really does. Yeah, because, you know, you, you want to make sure there does no fans at your games. God forbid you get some revenue. <laughs> Well, they couldn't make revenue at that point. They weren't allowed to be on TV. They, their radio was only closed circuit. Ticket sales. Mm, that's true. Concessions. So Where the real money of the movie's made. <laughs> that's why popcorn costs $50. <laughs> Look here, WWE in the 80s. Hmm. So, Blake, I'll allow it. There's no such thing oh, as the WWE guy wearing a mega power t-shirt. <laughs> in the 80s. There was huh? WWF in the 80s. Oh, burn. Damn. <laughs> she just wrestling burned you. That's fine. Fix some plot holes. I deserved it. <laughs> so Blake goes he's to see... an elbow off the top rope. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dig it. I, I wish there was like a, a, a chair shot soundtrack <laughs> we could use. Mm. Where's yeah. that bean? <laughs> Anyway, so he goes to see Coach Ed, and he's still a little sore about being benched, and this is where Ed says he wants to be a leader, and he wants to be Blake's team, and he can't tell him how to do that. He's got to work it out on himself. What? <laughs> well, I would say he does have to work it out, uh, mm-hmm. work out how to do it himself, because normally 
the quarterback would be the same age as the other guys on the team. And then it would be just a matter of, of you know, teaching him how to lead. But this is an old man who doesn't, <laughs> who doesn't have anything in common with these other guys on the team. So I don't think the coach could tell him how to become a leader and how to lead those guys. He's got to integrate himself with these guys so that they'll listen to him and trust him out on the field so that he doesn't die when he gets sacked for the 80th time because he's 34. <laughs> 34. So... Back in class, and Dr. Carter reading various stories that the players have done, and she reads Wyatt's story about his rodeo skills. Uh, real quick, John. Yeah. The actor who plays Wyatt. Yeah. Where have I seen him before? Street Fighter. He played Zangief. <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> uh, quick change the channel. Nice. <laughs> That's for you. I like that movie. So no I. one likes that movie. I no, do I do. like Raul that Julia didn't like that movie. Yeah. yeah. It killed him. <laughs> Oh. No. <laughs> that's, that's, that's wrong. Hey, that's like saying that your grandmother was stage four um, brain cancer, died of COVID. Oh, good point. I'm not touching that. So, <laughs> Dr. Carter does read uh, Paul's story, and she likes it. She thinks it's pretty good. So the dean uh, arranges a scrimmage with another institution to uh, help their conditioning. And we've been transported to the longest yard now. The players from the Texas State Penitentiary get off the bus. <laughs> it is a who's who of former football players. And Evander Holyfield. And Evander Holyfield. I have the list for you. Uh, Jim Kelly, Jerry yep. Rice, yep. Dick Butkus, yep. Tony Dorsett, mm -hmm. Ed Tutal jones mm -hmm. Randy White, mm -hmm. Roger Craig, yep. Herschel Walker, yes, he is. and Ben Davidson. Mm -hmm. And like we said, not to mention old Evander Holyfield. Who was only, we don't really see him do football. He gets on the bus. He doesn't actually see him His play. son just uh, played for University of Georgia. Really? Wow. Go Bulldogs. I feel like there had to have been more with the convicts than that they had right. cut out. Because yeah. this scene, they play a scrimmage and the convicts just beat them up and then that's it. But they don't actually teach them anything. And then at the final game, the convicts are in the audience. So cheering them on, and cheering, yeah. yeah. So I feel like there had to have been interactions that got cut from this. Which, like, hey, you need to go learn intimidation. Which either they should have rough. cut all of it or left it all in because it doesn't make sense. Well, plus they paid those guys, you know, to be there. Yeah, they're people. They're like, you know, they're, they're big famous names. people. They're not just, you know, schmoes. you want to know where the they're budget was? Your budget was. There. <laughs> their budget was. Put on they Jim Kelly. Utilize them really. Apparently, their budget went to prison, but. I feel like there had to have been stuff they cut out because this just does not make sense. What are you in prison for? Computer fraud. Meanwhile, our dean who doesn't like football or violence is loving the fuck out of this. Yeah, he's a little bit of a... I don't think... I think he likes violence. Oh, I think so, too. He but says he does. the convicts are sportsmen, and they wish the armadillos a spirited workout. Give them the ball and whip their ass. Um, it just devolves into an ass-kicking, and the guards break it up with a shotgun. And now we have a montage... Not the kind of montage that you normally get where, you know, we paint a house or we do other things or we train for the, you know, inevitable fight. Mm -hmm. This one is, we're going to lose. A lot. A lot. Like in um, Teen Wolf, we have a similar montage, but they win. A lot. This is a sadness montage. <laughs> but I did enjoy Coach Rig making them do aerobics and the girls are just... Kicking ass and taking names, and the football players are like, "No, we can't do this. This is too hard." <laughs> no, no. And the best part of it is, you look at the guys; they're all like dying. But where are their eyes? They're all, all eyes right. <laughs> because the there's young ladies in very tight clothing jumping around, and I don't care how tired a young man is; he can always move his eyes. 
Yeah. You don't, huh? <laughs> so and don't impress me. <laughs> Wait till Mono takes off his shirt. You'll be impressed. I bet it stank in there, too. <laughs> it was well, we are in the locker room. It was funky like a monkey. After the goes, with this Kathy, I don't enjoy this movie. I thought she was in there before now. And yeah, I said, she wasn't the one teaching the aerobics class? No. <laughs> I know she's in this. Because I couldn't remember how she joined them either. And I was like, ooh, is Kathy Ireland going to be in this aerobics class? <laughs> no, she no. showed up till what way later. What fucking sense. I knew exactly when. When the two coaches are talking, the soccer ball comes flying. I know, but you remember this movie. I only have vague mem- memories that are all Bacula related. <laughs> And my memories are Dracula related, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> In my memory, uh, we're all wishing for the camera to go just a little bit further south on that shower scene. We're, oh. <laughs> we're gonna get there. <laughs> I was eleven. <laughs> I so, wanted to see Kathy Ireland's butt. Excuse me for being eleven. <laughs> So after the eighth loss, they're bickering in the locker room about who's at fault and you should play it harder, you suck, da 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 da. Andre tells him, nope, 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 we gotta stop talking about super football, we gotta stop thinking about doing other things, and we need to. Party. We need to get wild. Hey. We need to go out. We need to pause, take this little dance. I think this love. movie has the appropriate amount of Sinbad, too. I, think that's I, could, use a l- I could use a little bit more Sinbad. A little bit, uh, sprinkle more. Yeah. I just want you gentlemen to know. I think every single one of your incident. I truly believe that. (laughs) (laughs) So they decide to go to Billy Bob's. And Andre's like, Paul, you got to come out and hang out with the team. It wouldn't hurt, man. Billy Bob's has a bull ring. Yeah. Billy Bob's. It's the guy from Varsity Road. I've I've been in two bars that had you could ride the mechanical bull. (laughs) But he apparently had a Because you live in Virginia. You don't live in Texas. (laughs) That is true. This is probably in 7-Elevens in Texas. I was like, holy fuck. (laughs) So, yeah, Billy Bob's bar with its own indoor bull riding arena. Wyatt shows off his rodeo skills. Zangief, we like to call him. Which you would. You know what will get the ladies... That don't impress him. Well, that would impress you much. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, yeah, so you yeah. can ride a bull. Well, that's kind of impressive. <laughs> For eight seconds. Is it? Yeah. Is it? You know what, after... I gotta tell you, we're before gonna watch I ever again. tried to ride a mechanical bull, I would have said no. <laughs> but having tried and failed miserably no. at the mechanical <laughs> I'm not gonna argue it's not a skill. It is definitely a skill. But is it impressive with the ladies? Depends on the kind of lady. It impresses the rodeo hoe. Wow. Those are called buckle bunnies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Not yet, but, so, in walk the number one Texas Colts and their leader, Flat Top. Can we talk about that hair for a minute? <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. It was the early 90s. He could have played Sergeant Guile with that hair. <laughs> Colonel Guile. Oh, yeah, you're right. Colonel Guile. Sorry. God, give the man a demotion, why don't you? He was leading the entire force. He was not a sergeant. <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. He enlisted to an uh, officer, so. Uh, I'm sorry. You're right. You know what the pay I scale apologize. is on that? And a sergeant <laughs> after Shadowloo. <laughs> I apologize to the world. What the hell were they called? The world police. I want to say World Peace Corps, but that's so hard. I want to kick Bison's ass so hard. Bison wannabe is going to feel it. It's like, is he supposed to be American? Why is he the only motherfucker with a French accent? Who cares? Yeah. He was high on cocaine the entire time. He's He'd still high on cocaine. No, I think he's all cleaned up, but at his own admission, he was high on cocaine the entire time in this movie. Well, I mean, he imagined he had to be, because when he finished this one, he went and did Sudden Death, which what is, is another hockey movie. Underappreciated movie. In my that's a, it may be in someone's future. Yeah. 
So don't look at me. I never <laughs> even heard of it. <laughs> you, you would enjoy it. I you think. have two heard of sudden death because you were in the group meme when we were talking about possible DJ movies. Oh yeah, okay. So I wasn't super paying. She was oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell me you've never heard the movie Sudden Death. I think my one contribution was I've never seen any of these movies. <laughs> and we all said, yeah, we know. <laughs> but you've heard about it recently. Somebody must have just said bingo. <laughs> That's a bingo. So anyway, Flat Top pushes Edison over, and then Paul shows up. All right, and Paul's there to help. And, uh, you know, he tries to make nice, but, you know, Flat Top's not having it. And he pushes Blake and empties the beer that he bought on him, so... Meanwhile, I'm in the audience going, do not get in a fight with these guys. You know that you will not be able to well, play. Here's my Just question. Leave. Just leave. If you're going to pour a beer on a guy... That's a fight. Are oh, you, yes. No, no. Here's my question. Are you going to pour it on his shoulder? No, his head. Or on his head? Why didn't he pour it on his head? Because he's Scott Bakula, and he said no. He had to maintain that I haven't washed my hair in six years. Look. Yeah, the, the script said pour it on his head. Scott Bakula said, nope. And they were like, shoulder? I'll, I'll allow it. That's how that works, because he's what's known as the star. Well, I mean, that's not the thing that gets him to start fighting. It's when he insults his center, Manu. Which, I mean, come on. Manu is an upstanding gentleman. Wouldn't do that to him. He's kind of a portly fella. Hey, I like Manu. Hey, I do, too. My man is Samoan, okay? <laughs> So Paul gives him the old one-two, and Flat Top's just like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Scott Bakula here. He's like, shit, uh, shit. <laughs> here we go. And so we have a bar fight, and we have our standard bar fight, and everybody's getting ass whooped. And My favorite part of the bar fight is Sinbad and Scott Bakula are behind the bar for half of it. <laughs> having a conversation about, hey, I thought you didn't want to come out. Hey, I thought you wanted to party. Okay. Hey. It's like, there's a fight going on. Are you guys going to jump into what? Well, they didn't need it. Samurai was whooping that ass. Mm-hmm. and uh, Manu was whooping that Manu ass. Manu was whooping that ass. Uh, Sarge gets thrown through a window and then through the Budweiser pool light, light fixture. Lamb, yeah. And he passes out. So the guy that plays Flat Top, his real name is Tom White Knight. <laughs> wow. He's a former football player. <laughs> yeah. Han. Really? Hans. Played at the Booby. I'm your White and Knight. Knight Oklahoma. like as in the time of day, not as in the ancient. Um, uh, but uh, That's not how I read it. He attended UCLA and was a member of the football team until 1988. Oh, there you go. Hmm. I thought it was Oklahoma, but I, I don't that's what that's what the IMDb said. Remember out here, I was curious I think what else he was in because he yeah. seemed familiar. He was in Men in Black too. <laughs> really, Agency. Agency. Mm-hmm. He's a bit cunty. Yeah. <laughs> he is a bit cunty. So Dean Elias rushes to the bar because he wants to catch everybody in the brawl so he can throw everybody out, and everybody's making nice and there's nothing going on. Everyone's having a good time. Having a good time, having a good time. And playing pool now, together. And I known people who got in a fight one day and the next day were best friends so I was like they just fought it out and they're cool now but no, no <laughs> it's a we, show we, we learned that Ed basically teaches the Dean that look if we get caught fighting the Colts get caught fighting and uh, you don't mess with a man's football in Texas. You just don't do that. So Yeah, and they don't give a shit about the armadillos, but, but they the care Colts, about the Colts. The number one tech I guarantee you there's still a bunch of armadillo fans. They won three yeah, their own championships. I'm sure they I'm sure there are. <laughs> but, but right but the, now they still have fans. They're like, no no, we're good, we're good, it's a rebuilding year, we're gonna they have fans. Plenty of people like armadillos. They're adorable. They can roll into little balls. <laughs> so Drink this. 
So then Blake comes, or um, excuse me, Ed takes it out on Blake. Basically, is like you got to lead this team. Da 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 da. He's like, you and keep telling me that, then you keep telling me what to do. Who threw the first punch? And everybody goes quiet. Well he pays for his drink and he leaves. And then Paul pissed but off. But he was. It was in defense of a fellow teammate. Well, they poured a beer on him. Okay, there was no way there was not going to be a fight. Right. So he I takes for a drive. And, uh, <laughs> you would have left. Someone poured a beer on you. You'd have left. Somebody so, hit me once, twice, and I left. I don't fight. <laughs> so is this why is this bar fight scene the reason there's a bar fight scene in the replacements? Uh, no, there's a bar fight scene in every football yeah. movie. This was very formulaic. I don't remember there being... My favorite bar fight scene, best of the best. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a poll. My favorite bar fight scene... That's a deep poll. That Ro- is. Roadhouse. Good one. <laughs> but that's the, that's the whole movie. <laughs> Except for the end. That's <laughs> not a football movie. No. Right? no. I'm like, did I miss something? Neither is the best of the best. I, was in the I said my favorite bar that. fight scene, because this bar fight okay. scene is other than football. I thought we were saying in And why haven't I done best of the best yet? It's a better question. Because he put it on. You're the only person that can answer that question, John. We're, we're doing that for Elaine's birthday. Have you seen that recently? The best of the best. No. Why would you do that to her? Could you please do Dragnet before you do Best of the Best? Yeah, I should probably watch Best of the Best again before. It's been almost six <laughs> months. It's time it. for it Dragnet. Hold up. I haven't seen that since I before James I saw this. <laughs> I know James Earl Jones is in it. We used to watch the shit out of it when I was little. It's Best of the Best, like the one of with... Um, Isn't that Eric Roberts? Eric Roberts, yes. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, Chris Penn. Or, yeah, Chris uh, Penn. That's Penn the one with Chris Penn, right? Philip Reeves in it. It's so good, though. Have you seen it recently, though? No. I've seen, I've seen it within the last three years. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, 100%. I know I've seen it within We're the last watch three years. And you like it? I I have never not liked Best okay, of the Best. so we can't do it then. <laughs> I don't know if I would actually like it now, but no, I've never know. not I, enjoyed it. I wouldn't mind rewatching it, but I just haven't seen it. I, a little Are you saying seen my taste in movies is crap? No. <laughs> I might be. Oh, I might go back my other way on the birthday pick. DJ, quick, oh. say something. So Blake goes for a drive. <laughs> and uh, he ends up bleeding in uh, Suzanne's doorway, which, come on, as you do, that's what you do. You go I know where she try is. to hit on the... That's what Terry yeah. was like, how does she... How does... And I said, back it's in it's the 90s, there might have been a small <laughs> directory. Up up. Yeah. All he needed to do was look up <laughs> in the he, phone book. Sarah Connor. He just no. looked it up in the phone book. Everybody Everybody knows Dr. Carter's can there be... No, that's what she used to do. What's her name? Dr. Suzanne Carter. Suzanne Carter. There's probably a couple of those. Not maybe doctor. I don't think put doctor in the phone. Maybe relation to Sean Carter. I don't know. You know, J. I J. do know Sharon Carter that Sharon she Carter. finally reveals to Paul that she knows who he is. That uh, she was a cheerleader for the uh, other high school Rival team, team in 1975, and she, was a, and she was creepy as fuck. And she was smitten. She wanted no. to do the hibbity dibbity. Well, old, it might have been Blake. the chunka dunka. Up until the I used to call you and hang up the phone. <laughs> and then she just I used to, like, to drive by, your, drive by your house. Having hey. a poster of him is creepy. Hey, but when you start calling him, look, stalking in the seventies was way different. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you never called up a boy you liked and then hung up when they answered when somebody answered the phone? No, I don't think no, so. never, never. But no. you have to remember. <laughs> I know I'm not that much younger than you, but people were getting caller ID when I was a teenager. They would have fucking known. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Now, I personally have never called up a boy that I liked and then hung up the phone, but I know people who have done that. Why do you do that? I've gotten that phone call. Well, you hang you, like, hello, and they hang up, and they call back, and like, hello, and they're like, who is like this? And, like, you call me, motherfucker. And you're going to call him, and you're
you're gonna talk to him, and then he ans- you hear his voice, and you get nervous, oh, and so you're you scared, get, and you hang up. So you don't mean to call him, hang up. You hang up. You call yeah, him. Yeah, no. You, get scared you work and you up your up. courage, and you're okay. like, I'm gonna talk to him. I'm gonna talk to that's, him. I'm gonna do it, and you like dare yourself, and you do that's it. It's less creepy. And then you get so nervous, you hang up. Uh-huh. So they take a walk because she's a little bit warm at this point. So it's, it's a little hot. It's a little hot. Yeah. yeah, she's getting all the feels. So speaking yeah. of walking, good old Eddie and or Eddie. Wally and Ed are talking and walking about the next game against the Kansas Jayhawks, which is actually the only college name in this movie that's correct. Um, And Wally has a good feeling that they're going to find a kicker soon. We should go this way. And as soon as they do, he blows a whistle and comes his flying soccer ball. Wally seems to be way better at finding football players than fucking... Because he's looking. So here's my question. So the soccer ball the soccer ball comes flying. He says, "We can't use it. It's a we can't use that person. It's a girl." Um, it was a soccer ball. I know it wasn't a dude kicking a soccer ball. Dude plays soccer. up in the in the field, and there's a bunch of girls playing. No, soccer. because they hadn't crossed over yet. Perhaps because men's soccer and women's soccer is played at different times of the year. Um, so you couldn't kick a, a soccer ball off season? That's just that's amazing. I'm just saying. It's not your it's not your month, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't touch them balls. That's illegal. That'll get you two demerits. Now you see it from the now, inside. Now I see. <laughs> Don't this touch is me going. Balls. Maybe the girls' field is separate from the guys. <laughs> I was like, maybe they're training. It's a soccer field. Um, separate. Oh Jesus Christ! I don't know. I really don't. I know. don't know either. I think at college, men and women play at the same time, but I don't know for sure. Audra actually, Audra would know that because she played college soccer. They, play, <laughs> they typically played in in the spring. Well, like in high school, they play different times. Mm-hmm. Does it but fucking matter when the hell the, the, their season is? He's kicking a soccer look, ball at the But coach. it could have filled in that plot hole. We don't know. Oh, don't don't pull on that string. Let's okay. just step over the plot <laughs> hole. Anyway, and it is it. a girl. Let's. <laughs> that plot gonna, hole is now an armhole. Fixed it. We're gonna meet Lucy Draper. Yeah, we are. Um, the boys are gonna talk shit. Manu is smitten. He's a smitten kitten. Um, Lucy can kick. Even though her form is fucking terrible. That's because she cannot. Kathy Ireland well, Kathy cannot. Ireland kick, yeah. But Lucy can kick. Kathy Ireland clearly would be a shitty kicker. Wally, call me crazy, but I got a feeling about tonight's game. I don't know. Maybe we got a shot. Monsoon. Thunder. Now, I like to watch football games in the rain. <laughs> Have you ever played football in the no, rain? No, I don't seem play to be. Football. It's, it is actually a lot of fun. I can't throw or catch, but I enjoy slide. being in the stands Especially to watch rainy Church. football. I um, would think that the only problem is you're going to be dirty. Yeah. yeah it dirty. seems as though there was Butter. lightning, though, and they would call... Yes, in, that is, that's true. Because the runner-up to the homecoming court got hit by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> But my mom's a high school teacher. The times that she, when she's like, I'm going to the game, do you want to come? Is it raining? If it is, I'll come. <laughs> if it's not, no, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's, um, it's homecoming. We're late in the fourth quarter. It's still only 3 nothing. Uh, Blake runs the quarterback draw and getting close, but he fumbles. But that old uh, Aussie rugby player, Mackenzie, saves him. And uh, they bring in Lucy for the field goal. And she kicks the field goal, and they tie. They don't lose. And... Rob Schneider goes apeshit. Oh my god, we didn't lose. Ty's like kissing your sister. It's gross. Fair. And I didn't know they would leave the game in a tie. That they used yeah. to. That's a thing that they did back then in, in college. You could tie. Now they and have, in pro football too. Well, now they have uh, sudden death. Or they don't call it that anymore either. Now it's called sudden victory. Is it? Which is the lamest They don't thing. just call it overtime? It is. Overtime. <laughs> sudden death. Lucy does get knocked over by a gentleman who 
I thought he was spitting out facts. Over there. I was like, what? It's called over death. <laughs> Sudden time. Time out. Ball. And then so she gets up and welcome to football. All right. right in the old yam bag. First of all, when you the roughing the kicker penalty is quite severe because yes. she kicked the ball, it went through, and then he tackled her. Yeah. That's not even a football penalty. That's assault. Yeah. The guy goes to jail now. That's the team beats the shit out of you. <laughs> and then she gets up and kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. Which when he deserved it. We all know that guy was wearing a cup, so he would not have cried that like I'm sure that still hurt. Not not know. everybody wears a cup playing football and, ba- and well, that guy baseball. They should. Yeah. I, I agree with you, but <laughs> it's better than clang. Maybe not baseball. There's clang? less contact than clang? baseball. But yeah, yeah, but I until you get hit with a line drive to the old <laughs> yeah, bag. Hey, come on! Why do they call him Tin Cup? <laughs> it's better than clang. So. After the game, Paul meets with Suzanne, and he's upset that he fumbled, and, you know, they do a little kissing, you know, enjoying themselves. And then the dean interrupts him. Hello. Rightfully so. He's like, well, I'm your boss, you're fucking a student. You just lost your job because you have no integrity. Because that is a conflict of interest of epic proportions. She cannot clearly be trusted. Yeah, because no student has ever banged out a teacher. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I think it would be a conflict of interest if she dated a different play, a different student's dad. Like, <laughs> yeah, that checks out. <laughs> Dating the student is even worse. <laughs> Look, it's not that he's a student. It's that he's her student. He's her is, student. It's not it, okay. It doesn't matter how old you are. And his, his grades and stuff, all that never comes up again. So she didn't have to be his teacher. I mean, it's funny for that one little joke. Kind of, not really. So that, she could have just been a teacher. His grades seem to be fine. That would have worked just as well if he was walking out of a class. Yeah. Or like, excuse me, Mr. Brown, I want to talk to you about my homework assignment. She turns around. That would have like, worked what? the same right yeah. there. And it would have been a little less. And it would have been less creepy. And it would have made the dean less creepy. Well, it made the dean less she's right. like, back off Phil, and he's like, No, I'm your boss, Phil. bitch. Yeah. No, but then after she leaves, he's like, she called me Phil. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, he's a He's the kind of guy who gets kissed on the cheek. Because it's out. like you said, it makes it look like he's has the hots for her, and that's why he's interfering when actually he's doing his job. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so he's saying he's hot for a teacher. Apparently, he's got it bad. bad. Got it bad. So bad. He's hot I'm for hot for teacher. teacher. All right. So Blake uh, wants Suzanne to tell, tell him how they feel. <laughs> she hesitates. I might as well jump. <laughs> yeah, which is even worse. Because she has, so not, she gets caught kissing a student, and then she's like, well, I don't really have feelings for him, which makes it fucking worse. <laughs> and if you're fucking around with a student, you really care about this guy. No, you're just some predatory teacher taking advantage of someone in a, in a vulnerable position. All right, he's 34 years old, okay? Let's not say that. <laughs> I feel like he's 17 fresh out of the, off the farm from Mon. I like he's never seen titties. <laughs> he's 34 years old. Let's stop saying he's, he's not just, exactly a victim. I'm just saying. He's older Let's, than her, goddammit. You know, she, she jeopardized her whole career for what? Some piece of ass? Not someone she even cares about? Well, first of all, it was, you know, the old... Uh, I know. It was second, Scott, second of all, Scott I was going to say, second of all, it's Scott Bakula. You can't even argue that. <laughs> I mean, your, your argument's dying here. Eating itself. <laughs> she remembers it. This poor little innocent student's like, I'm 34 years old, Scott Bakula. But I'm just all saying, right, fair point. this is her whole career she put in jeopardy over some of just a fucking piece of ass she doesn't even care about? What the hell? She went to Harvard and there's all these other she's things. She's supposed she'll get to be job. a smart lady. 
Evidently, she's not. Harvard makes me mm. angry. Okay, well, you're so pretty. Well, you know what should make you not angry? Just how much of a gentleman Manu is. He kicks all the dudes out of the shower and lets Lucy take a shower and Which, blocks it off. Why don't you just have her shower first? Shower, leave. Yeah. So you, cause then you don't get to see. Well, so, he gets to, I know. I he gets to be like the hardest. I'm, I'm all about equality here. Mm -hmm. We have to watch dude ass in the shower. Dude ass. Why can't I get a little <laughs> Kathy Island peek? Because she. Because she was a famous person. I because know. Because they didn't have enough money in their budget after paying Dick Butt Kiss <laughs> to pay for Kathy Island to show her butt. Can I just say that I he love wants that to give her butt a kiss? Dick butt kiss shot. <laughs> If they hadn't had dick butt kiss, we could have seen some butt. This is the problem. We got butt kiss instead of butt. Why does she have a stunt ass? That's another person stunt to pay? That is another person to pay. Look, you pay Look. somebody 100 bucks, they'll be Kathy Ireland's ass. Kathy Ireland is a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. <laughs> we couldn't have planned that if we tried. No, not even a little bit. So, Manu does ask Lucy out to the party afterward and she accepts and then we're at the party and, and they're I'm all, expecting like a frat party yeah. that no. is not what this is it's like an alumni dinner <laughs> they're dancing and having a good time it's a booster dinner yeah and and uh, Edison's dad is like check out these green jackets 100% cashmere real nice aren't they and that's about the time when coach Ed comes in and says mm -mm. nope we're not doing that this is how we got to where we are you take those green jackets off, we're not... Uh, but you would think they wouldn't even be able to have a booster dinner because they're not allowed to have boosters this year. Well, they didn't call it that. They probably did it under the guise of just a, a this party that he's dinner. having. You know what the guise was? Hey, one of the football players' dads is going to pay for all of us to have dinner. Yeah. Well, that doesn't seem strange. It's one of the players' dads who happens to be rich. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, at that point, Blake stands up to Coach Ed and... Uh, they have a little bit of an altercation, and, and Blake quits. But at this point, Wally actually does tell Ed that, look, you're you're wrong the way you're you're handling him. You you really should, you know, do better. Do better. <laughs> do better. So he leaves, and he says, "I quit." And apparently, uh, the next day, Blake's leaving, and then Edison hops into his jeep, and he asks him, "Where are you going?" And I'm going anywhere but here. Uh, we find out that Edison's going to fail out because, well, he's been having girls do his homework. He's going to pay two cheerleaders to do my homework. You know what that means? My man, uh huh? He's got a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, his dad. Yeah, he does. His is name Edison. is on the library. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he's popular with the ladies. So Blake gives him a little, you know, kind of fatherly advice. He's like, a good-looking fellow. Look. You can't. Jason Bateman is very handsome. Yeah, he's a handsome fellow. He's still got handsome. a lot of money. I bet he gets more chicks than Colonel Sanders. Gets more butt than asteroids. That's right. You should pay double for that kind of action, Cotton. <laughs> God, he's F and so, A. He's so good in that movie. Uh, so Blake gives him a little file advice, like, "Look, you have to work harder. You can't just turn around and walk away." I mean, you did. Oh, fuck, you're right. How'd I get into here with Jimmy Cricket? <laughs> turns, turns the jeep around. But I'm like, also. I'm 34 years old. I run a business. <laughs> yeah, I don't need a college degree. I have a successful farm. <laughs> I got a farm, bitch. You I'm not running have nothing. A, in a way, playing football is running away from my life. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He drives an old busted-ass piece of shit Jeep. A you, lot of people. He a classic. old-ass <laughs> farm. He may not be doing very well. 
Oh yeah, well now that he's out playing football, all those people who are employed on his farm are now jobless. So they're or they're running the farm that pays for his college. <laughs> his farm is making enough money that he can pay college tuition. He's, he's not paying college tuition. Fine. He's on scholarship, huh? He's no, not on he's scholarship. Not. No, 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 no scholarships. Well, shit. <laughs> no, there's no scholarships. So that guy said you should come back. At, you should enroll in college and pay for school just so you can play on my football team. He's paying money to play on this team. Yeah, he wouldn't have done that. This movie just unraveled a whole lot. <laughs> so they you get picked back, the sweater at the wrong one. <laughs> they get back to school. Blake gets Andre to tutor Addison. And uh, Blake goes back to the team. And he and Ed kind of make up a little bit. And Ed tells him, it's your team, son. <laughs> There's nothing more. Even though every time you've tried to take over, I've said no. <laughs> so Carly's not wrong. <laughs> it's midterms time, and they all take their midterms, and Suzanne grades them, and here comes old Dean Elias, and he wants to regrade them because um, he oh, thinks that here. she's not going to grade them correctly. That's true. This man has no. Is that dick. true? Yes, <laughs> this man has no dick. Send a fruit basket. But she politely tells him to go fuck yourself. So you do that, and we're going to have a she full says, academic review. Go ahead and take the papers, but if you change one grade, then I'm going above your I'm head. I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck you hard. <laughs> that's no, what he that's wants. not what she said. <laughs> that, <I> mean, that's, <laughs> that's what he wants. Well, she does hand out the grades. Edison gets a C. I mean, he passed. That's way for you. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Blake and Suzanne, they uh, kind of meet and... Get a little eye action. Next thing you know, they're doing the old quantum leap. And I expected her to say, "Didn't you see what you got?" Because I expected him to get an A in that class, and it to be there to be a line there. Because nobody else talks about grades at all in any capacity. This is the only class we see them taking, and nobody talks about anybody else's grades. But I thought there was going to be a line about him getting an A. I don't know what grade he got, but she got a D. Oh, Oh. it was a big one. Ah. (laughs) Look, they took the the quantum leap, you know, and. He was able to get home, unlike the television now, show. Yeah. I will say, a couple times during this movie, I thought about the movie Back to School with Roddy Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. That movie was way better. I mean, and I don't remember... No, oh, yes, it is. I don't remember what their relationship was, mm-hmm. other than I know that they kind of had feelings for each other, and she helped him. But we saw him go through, like, all of his classes and have problems. And she's the only one who gave him an A. Like, how did I give him? He passed all Ds and an A. He's like, who gave me an A? I did. Of course she did. <laughs> that was the, the one I was like well I really don't right. need to go to school because I'm a millionaire but sure yeah. <laughs> the best thing about that whole movie is when he had Kurt Vonnegut write a yeah. paper <laughs> and she said and they no, said no. and the other teacher the said this guy doesn't know shit about Kurt Vonnegut and it was written by <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut which is what I would have <laughs> said to that call, teacher another thing Vonnegut I'm going to cancel paper on that check <laughs> that's so a great movie me that's Thank the funniest thing. Flock, yo. <laughs> but it's not better than this movie. Shakespeare for everybody. I have seen it in years, but you I should. remember that movie. You know, there's a little bit player, and he was pretty good in this, but you know, I saw big things in front of him, and no, it wasn't Johnny from the Karate Kid. It was no. Robert Demi Jr., yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who I think did well after this. Well, well not right after this. It went up and down. <laughs> <laughs> not directly. I'm getting up and down. Coach Ed's at home and he's tossing a salad. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> he was tossing a salad. That's what he was doing. Good. Yeah, he was. I know what words I chose. But he has a heart attack. 
And, uh, you know, so, so Wally shows up and he yeah. drives him to the hospital. It looks like he's tossing a salad. It looks like he's making a salad. For In Wally. his office. Yeah, maybe they're working. Because there's like maybe those glass windows dividing rooms. It looks like he was in his office and then Wally's there and you're like, where the hell is he making a salad? Where is, is he, he at home? Did Wally come over for dinner? Are they just eating at the office? Is this See. the faculty cafeteria? What is going on? This is a weird scene. See, what's really not important, it's not important where you make the salad, it's important where you toss the salad. Correct. And where's the scrambled eggs? <laughs> so we Maybe catch I up. hear the blues are calling. <laughs> we catch up with Suzanne and Paul, you know, post-sleep, and um, Paul just wants his team to experience them winning just one time. So bad. And I guess this is where he's figuring out how to lead them. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so Wally visits Ed in the hospital, and it's just the whole scene, he thinks like he's dead. And Ed's like, Look, I'm not in a coma. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not bequeathing this to you. This I want it to be in the playbook. It is like, playbook. I mean, how my playbook is like, Ed, I'll treasure it always. He's like, I'm not bequeathing an asshole. <laughs> I want very, it back. It's also very strange. Well, this is another moment where I said, I've seen this scene. <laughs> Wait a minute. These are the scenes you remember? Yes. Of this whole movie, you're going with... Sinbad and the hospital. <laughs> okay. Sinbad can be memorable. So, Coach Wally heads into the locker room, and he breaks the news to the team that Ed's not going to be there, and he gives them the old win one for coach speech. Um, best line is, and I quote, uh, win or I'll die. That's what Ed said. <laughs> win or I'll die. Okay. All right. So it's time for the uh, the main event. The main oh, event. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong, wrong podcast. podcast. Um, it's against the Colts, the number one, number Texas, one state, Colts. Texas Colts. And uh, they lose the coin toss and flat top receives, and they're like, yeah, we'll receive. They kick off to the, to the Colts, who immediately run it back for a touchdown. That didn't take long. Um, hey, look, the cons are here. They must have got good behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, why are they Why are they there? Because they're fans. Things. No, it's because they're they fans. It's because they paid them a lot of money. They had to have cut something out. Where are those deleted scenes? Does anybody have this video cassette? Are there <laughs> are there bonus features on no, the like 1997 DVD? 91. No, but when DVD came out. Oh. <laughs> so when they finally reached DVD. Yeah, flip the disc. <laughs> they're bonus features with deleted scenes with these cons. I'd like these cons to have jerseys that say Mean Machine on them. Yeah. That would have been cool. So, anyway, they um, they get the ball, and Flat Top proceeds to just beat the holy living hell out of Paul Blake. Yeah, like, he does. Throwing elbows and forearms, and at one point I fully expected him to like, give him an RKO, but I mean, he didn't. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> it wouldn't nice. have been out of nowhere. Like, we never in this whole movie see a flag called on the other team. <laughs> like, at one point he like fucking elbows a dude in the face. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty He's sure you got called Bleeding. For that. <laughs> and I'm like. Was that flat top again? <laughs> Maybe we should try blocking him one time tonight. Try something different. <laughs> uh, the the cult, cult fans are going ape shit, and then the cons are like. No. It doesn't so sit like, down. Never mind. We are. So we go to the half, and it's 21 nothing Colts. And um, we get... We while get, he's in the... While he's, uh, he's in the locker room, speech. And, he, and he's pulling his pants up. He's like, all right, let's talk about this, and let's talk about what's working for us. Not a goddamn thing is working! <laughs> he takes off his hat, takes off the suit, he's like, I hate this fucking suit. I hate this fucking die. You go out there, and you tear their fucking heads off, and shit down their necks. Let us pray. It's <laughs> a good line. 
So second half kicks off, and the Armadillos run the old fake punt. They score a touchdown. Uh-oh, they're within two touchdowns now. And um, we hear see a shot of Coach Ed in the hospital, and he's like, all right, Doc, give it to me straight. Is it fatal? Indigestion? Only in Mexico. <laughs> and then uh, we get a, I, I think it's Rob Schneider's character who makes the slightly racist comment about men who eat and poi. Well, I don't remember that. Could have been. Maybe. There's a bunch of slightly uh, sexist, homophobic, racist comments in this. Well, you know, 1991. Yeah. <laughs> but just kind of like back then, you didn't even really notice, but you're like, ugh. So at this point, the armadillos have the ball again, and fellow sounds like, come on, man. Give me a chance. Give me a shot. I can catch the ball, I promise. And I mean, We're he hasn't. the replacements with the sticky stuff. Like he hasn't yeah. done it all game. <laughs> Looks like a jacked off elephant. <laughs> So, of course, he catches the ball and then touchdown. We got, uh, they're within one. Then we see the dean talking to the president of the uh, university, and he's graded the exams. I was firm, but fair. You know he's about to try to come in here and take more players off the team. (laughs) He's trying to get rid of football, period. Well, here's my question. So, this guy wants to end football. So, now's the perfect time. You know, you're in the, what, third, maybe early fourth quarter of the last game of the season. It's even a good time to pull the team off the field. Yeah. <laughs> well, that won't end well. It doesn't matter because they old, they run the old sweep on the side and he gets his clock cleaned. And, and then, then he, he gets, gets fired. fired. Bonus. By the way, you're fired. <laughs> and, but he held the ball. Why does he have the ball? Because the guy that had the ball hit Gave him. Gave him the ball? Hit him. And just, just left the ball, them. and yeah. the dean had it. How many times have you seen them make a play? They at the end of it, they just drop the ball on the floor, or they just leave it where it no, was. But, <laughs> but the dean's got the ball cradled. You see, because it landed on his chest. And if something hits you in the chest, what do you do? You cradle it. You no, touch that's it. That's not what you do. No, this you is touch it. He's you got touch the motherfucker cradle. If He's something hits five. me in the chest, guess what I do? I put my hands up, and then it's in my hands and because then I'm stunned. And then, oh, because oh, I'm stunned. And then it because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what just happened? No, How did I get hit in the chest with this ball? She has no idea what she's talking about. You may proceed, Mona <laughs> Me. Well, at this point, Samurai wants some respect, so he just goes out in the field and kicks the shit out of a bunch of the Colts. And, and then He I, does get a flag, and then apparently this ref kick? knows all of these moves. Which, why didn't we get more of this? Why wasn't there more of this ref and his fun play calling? We should have seen. We would have had to have more flags. <laughs> <laughs> there were flags called, and we should have seen this ref two or three other times, just calling regular, you know, offsides or yeah, holding or whatever, anything. and then seeing this. Balls. It would have been funnier. Mm-hmm. Well. At this point, Coach Ed makes his way to the field, and Wally's like, Ed. You're alive! It's a miracle! He's like, it was indigestion! He's like, indigestion, you motherfucker! <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I fucked your mother. No, that's, that was that Bob Saget. That was a Saget. way different mind. movie. That was Bob Saget, never mind. And then, uh, so, Sinbad's like, well, I'm going to get the ball. We're on defense here. He's going to pate. Any excuse to say that. <laughs> and uh, Is that your favorite line? No. We'll see. No. <laughs> the... Um, he does cause a fumble, and they do recover it. So the armadillos start driving, and they stall a little bit. But they've got 14 seconds left, and it's fourth down. And Ed's like, all right, it's time to do Wally's play. That'll never work. It's a gimme play. Well, fuck it. Let's run it anyway. What, what do we got to lose? We're, you know, 0-8-1. and 1. So here we go. And then Blake gives his inspirational quarterback speech, which is nowhere near as good as Keanu's in the replacements. <laughs> <laughs> Falco? Well, see, you know, heels, you, I don't think you can compare them because 
this movie came first. Right. No, so I, obviously, I the replacements is just a big homage to Necessary Reference. All right, fine. I don't know that you want to go there? This is just a cheaper buff of Wildcats. Football movie. Sorry. Goldie well, Hawn, we, we just talked about this a couple <laughs> episodes ago. Was they, football just a replacement the reason for they made Longest this Yard? Movie. Yes. The reason they made this movie is because they took Major League, and they were like, let's do this for football, and that's what they tried to do, essentially. Mm-hmm. So. So anyway, they um, they run the play, and it's a... They need more Charlie Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> Halfback pass. They didn't need Charlie Sheen. They had Bacula. Bacula. <laughs> you know what? America voted with their dollars, and they voted no. <laughs> Halfback pass, and he catches it, touchdown, and they're down by a point. Now, do you go for it and get the two points, or do you get the tie and tie the number one team in the country? Yeah. And I said to John, nobody ever goes for the two-point conversion. And he said, yeah, they do. True. Well, they start getting a play together. Oh, looks like they're going to kick the field goal. It's obviously going to be a trick play. If you didn't know this was going to be a trick play, then you're stupid. Yeah. I bet that Colts didn't think it was going to be a kick. So there's a fake extra point, obviously. Uh, Blake's scrambling. He's looking around, and he sees Banks wide open in the end zone, throwing his arms, and he's even got the same number as a tackling dummy. 88. 88. And you know what? Fires it in there, right into the chest. Touchdown, or not touchdown, two-point touchdown. conversion. Armadillos win. Everybody goes ape shit. Chuck in the booth is going crazy. He's got his, his, his champagne. He's got a little bit of the bubbly. While he's getting the Gatorade bath, Blake and Suzanne embrace. Manu has a heart attack after. Lucy gives him a little kiss on the cheek. Sinbad goes back in the genie bottle. He's a little bit clumsy. Would you stop? <laughs> and the very end, the he's mascot. He's a genie in a bottle, but you can rub him the right way. All right. The mascot points his gun. At the Dean. And Can we and talk about this mascot and how creepy it is? It's an armadillo. <laughs> it is not an armadillo. That's an armadillo. Armadillo. And that's a wrap. We roll credits. Uh, no post-flatulence scene. I did check. <laughs> Post-credits flatulence scene. I love good post-credit flatulence scene. All right. <laughs> Who should I make go first? Well, that's up Where to you. Want. You're driving. I'm going to make Elaine go first. Okay. Elaine never Ooh. goes first. My favorite character is Scott Bakula. Wow. This wonderful Paul Black. That's great. Take. Paul Blake. My least Blake. Why did I write black? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, my least favorite character is Dean Elias. Uh, he's just terrible. And I just feel like that character is unnecessarily mean. Um, my favorite scene is the bar fight because who doesn't like a good bar fight? Yeah, man. My favorite um, line is said at right at the first football game. Uh, Rob Schneider says at the very beginning, thanks to the broadcast blackout, this the nation is going to miss out on one hell of a game, or at least a noble effort, which made me giggle. My favorite tertiary object is Scott Bakula smoking. <laughs> because you just don't see, because he's the only person in the whole movie that smokes. And it's just in the beginning, yeah. but it's just kind of funny. So Well, now, as we see from Thank You for Smoking, only Rabs smoke in movies. That's true. Russians, Rabs, and villains. But uh, this was 91 when smoking was still cool. And uh, I think this movie is good. I, it's enjoyable. So I will give it a yay. All right, that's one. <laughs> Four of the way there. John. Yeah. Oh, my favorite character is um, Andre. Mm-hmm. Uh, my least favorite character has got to be Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Because she's fucking a student and she knows it's wrong. Mm-hmm. No, she but she doesn't seem to think it's wrong. So she doesn't know it's wrong. I mean, she thinks it's right. Okay. Well, if love makes knows it worse. wrong, I don't want to be right. Um, my favorite scene is also the bar fight, but mm-hmm. specifically where it's like, 
you had to insult my center. My center, he's like, this is my throwing hand. Then he hits him with the other hand and hits him with the other one. And he's like, well, shit. Um, my favorite tertiary object. <sighs> it's going to have to be Kathy Ireland. <laughs> because she doesn't do anything. She's just kind of there. So she's my favorite tertiary object. She tied the game. Yeah, okay. They um, did not lose. That's true. Good job. And my she's not wiry, though. She's not wiry. No. And my favorite line is, I want you to rip off their heads and shit down their necks. Let us pray. And? Yay? Nay? Maybe? And, you know... Originally, I was going to maybe this, but you know what? For Danny J coming on the podcast, I'm going to give him a low yay. <laughs> so it's a yay. I'm going to give him a low yay because I didn't really enjoy this movie as much as I used to. Like, a lot of the jokes fall flat and it's a little not good, but <laughs> I'm going to give it a low yay. <laughs> it's a little not good. You know what? I'll take a, I'll take a, a low yay. A low yay. That's all right. Just slid in there. Tony. Uh, that's me. Let's see. Favorite character is Paul. Least favorite character is Dean Phillips and Rob Schneider in anything he's ever done ever. Um, favorite scene is obviously the bar fight, especially when Paul two pieces Juggernaut in the face and it doesn't affect him. Um, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. My favorite line is when Riggs says, uh, "I found a found a quarterback without telling you." And Gennaro says, uh, well, I hope he gets younger as he gets closer. <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite tertiary object, I, I hate to say, but I really like the, I don't, I don't know if it's a real thing, but the quarterback, uh, the receiver that he has in the, on his farm that he throws it, knocks it down, it comes right back up. I was like, that's cool shit. I wouldn't have those. I, I'd love having one of those. Do you, are you a quarterback? I used to throw a lot. <laughs> I used like to play football He wants through. something he can throw things at. Like it's fun. Hmm? Hmm. Okay. But we'll see. Your birthday's coming. Well, I'm sorry. Was that a yay nay or maybe? I will. Uh, um, because I really like Danny J, I'll give it a low maybe. Oh. <laughs> oh. Tony, a low maybe. By the way, fell asleep while we were watching. <laughs> <laughs> he had his head in my lap and he started snoring. Carly, Carly as always, keeper of secret information <laughs> and the best uh, bank robbing partner in the world. <laughs> so then he put a gun in her face and yeah. was like give me your money <laughs> alright speaking of robberies Carly alright my favorite character was Manu I liked Manu my least favorite character was Dean Elias because he sucked my favorite scene I went with what is normally an Olympic the assembly of the team <laughs> <laughs> my favorite tertiary object I totally forgot to pick one, so I just went with the coffee that he puts a cigarette in and then the Dean drinks it. It's a solid pick. My favorite line is when um, the coach is in the hospital, basically when they're talking, and he's like, I'm not dead. I'm not bequeathing this to you. I didn't write it down, but that interaction. I remembered, and I enjoyed it. And, uh, I'm not sure if she understands how favorite lines were. <laughs> like, you know the thing. The guy favorite line is that one that he said about, about halfway through. <laughs> you know the and, line. Yeah, uh, it was the guy. The dude said it. With and the guy. as it turns out, I had seen this movie before and forgot. Oh. <laughs> Which is never I, a good sign. I have a feeling that if I saw it in two years again, I would forget. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and while I love me some DJ, I gotta name this movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the only one, like, you know what? I'm gonna. No, 
have fucking. No, I actually felt like she was gonna nail, which is why I let her go last. Oh, okay. I like to get the bad ones out of the way. Me too. I get those. Out. <laughs> no, I'd like I'd like to build up credit so when she takes it away, I still got some. Still a little money in the bank. Because you still. Well, you broke even. If you count a nay. Well, no, we got to see what Danny J says because he can oh. still go yay, nay, or maybe. We don't know. Well, go ahead. Two, one, and one. So. Well, my, my favorite character is Manu as well. Mm -hmm. um, good solid pick. Five out of five, Dean Elias. He's a piece of shit. No, I didn't pick him. I no, she picks, he picks Suzanne. Oh, okay. Well, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> favorite scene is the uh, bar fight and, mm -hmm. and the whole aftermath there at Billy Bob's. Uh, and I like, I really like it because. The whole thing about yeah, if the Colts were, were caught fighting and the Colts are caught fighting, you know that thing that's that's real. That would happen. So what do you mean? It ain't no brawl. One of the funniest things in that bar scene is when uh, Billy Bob calls the sheriff and he goes, "Sheriff, it's Billy Bob's again." <laughs> um, As if this happens all the time. My favorite line um, is also, uh, "You go out there and tear their fucking heads off and shit down their necks." Let us pray. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a good line? And. Um, Carly, you took my favorite tertiary object, but I have a second one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Flat Top's hair because it's just nice. fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm 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 gonna nay this movie. What? I'm sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't be that asshole who nays your own movie. Hey. No. No. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna yay this movie. Yeah. It was, Twice. It was formulaic, and you I know, I, I will tell you that I enjoyed it. The second time when I watched the replacements, I thought it, that's a better movie. But it is a better movie. Um, oh, I, son, I son actually, of a bitch? Of a bitch? I okay. thought I'd rather watch the replacements, and I went back and I listened because I was like, I don't think I ate the replacements, and I didn't. I may have ate the replacements. And <laughs> this movie isn't as funny as but it, yeah. it it's, used to it's be. It's good, but it is so. You know dated. what? It's it's worth a watch. I, I if you want to give yeah. it a try, go ahead. I'm Eleven year old me would have yeed the hell out of this movie. As the we hate movie, movies guys would say, this is a great hangover movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't think so. If the plot is easy to follow, it's not very loud. Apparently, you can fall asleep and still follow it. <laughs> I've heard. Puts Tony there to sleep the same way Daniel Craig does to Elaine. It's not Daniel no. Craig. It's James Bond. James Bond. Oh. All right. So please hey. find us on Facebook.com slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast, on Twitter at Only Podcast, on Instagram at Only Podcast. That's song also in Roadhouse. Oh. Fascinating. You. And you can email everybody podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. What's your favorite football movie? Doesn't mean we'll ever do it. I don't know. That's tough. I might be with a replacement. Remember, the Titans are so good. Varsity Blues, really? I really like that movie. I'll have to watch it I haven't seen that one in a really long time. We have it on DVD. I think it's up there. Or up here? In no, the it's up there. Varsity Blues is right there. Boom. In the maybe pile. I think my favorite we football movie ever is Remember the Titans. God, it's so good. It makes me cry. You know what? I'm gonna go, no, I thought about it. No. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> no. Right. No. The best football <laughs> is Starship Troopers. That's not a football movie. Yeah. But they but have football Tina in it. Tina Meyer. All right, no. <coughs> All right, tune in uh, next week. On the pod. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On the podcast. John's pick. For Elaine's birthday. It's, um, I don't remember what year it was, but I'm going with um, Venom. And this is the first pick of Elaine's birthday. Yes. yes. So. Venom with Tom Hardy? Yes. yes. Venom with Venom. 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 Venom.
I haven't seen that one. <laughs> it's, I um, have. Well, <laughs> that might be the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> you actually have to unmark a part of the so bingo we'll card. So yeah. wait. So we let DJ guest on our podcast. And you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just indigestion. This ain't Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> I did have Mexican food last yeah. night, so yeah. So did we. <laughs> so what did you think? How would you like this? You Are fun? you going to turn it off? Well, this is the outro. I was going to talk while we turned oh, it off. I, I mean, I love podcasting. God, it's great. And I'm so glad that Elaine ruined a thing I was doing. I didn't know you were doing a thing. <laughs>